0: Welcome to the College Basketball, the Road to Madness show, our inaugural show with our man and college sports pundit, Dynamite David, here with us. We're going to get into some college basketball, a show I think uh, three weeks on delay due to uh, college basketball essentially being put in uh, about a four week delay there so uh college basketball seems to be back in full bore here not getting quite as many cancellations so i i feel at least a little bit comfortable that we can uh, start talking some college basketball are you ready to get into some college basketball in the college basketball season dynamite
1: yeah i've been itching to get into it you know we're finally getting to the meat of the conference schedule seems to be some consistency on these games and we can really start to narrow down some, uh, some top rankings and start seeing a playoff picture come together as these teams uh, get through their conferences.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think we'll start out today. Uh, as our inaugural show, give uh, I think I told you to give us our top six seeds here. So we'll give you about four teams in each of the one through six seed line. We'll preview a, a handful of the best games we have coming up on the weekend. And then Monday and Friday, we'll be back and we'll start to uh, preview the week's games. Uh that are in the upcoming week, and then the weekend's games on Friday, and go over what went down in those, so that'll be the initial uh, show as we get to our, I think, our top teams, we (laughs) think, and then from there, we'll just start previewing and talking some college basketball as we get into it, so are you ready to get into your top six seeds here? Yes, sir. All right, so let's start out in the one. Let's alternate, uh, you know, back and forth, and we'll uh, give our seeds, and if we have a team that's in a lower seed. You give me that seed that you have where, and uh, we'll get into those teams and uh, see what we think about them. So uh, I'll let you start off in the one seed bracket. What team do you have in there?
1: Uh, my number one seed, and it's it's really a one A and one B. But I'm I'm going to have to give it to Auburn as of right now. Just uh just their their road strength of schedule. They've they've gone into other people's houses and and played really well. Uh, You know, Gonzaga's look good. Uh, They they have dropped one more game than Auburn. So that's why I'm going to give the edge to Auburn at number one there.
0: Yeah, I have them just in my one-seed uh, bracket. I I really debated on them uh, a little bit. Uh, I wanted to move Arizona in there. I, I really like the way they've been playing. Uh, they both have one of those sort of weird early season losses on the road. Uh, Auburn went up to UConn and lost to double OT, and Arizona went to Tennessee and, and lost that game in their first real challenge. But both teams, I, I think, have bounced back. Uh, so... Like you, I have Arizona in my uh, one-seed column here. Uh, the one thing that I, I concerns me about Auburn is uh, their best player easily is, you know, uh, Jabari Smith. But I, I think the guards, uh, both KD Johnson and Wendell Green, seem to dominate the ball a little more than I like, uh, yeah. you know. Jabari Smith right now, you could probably argue, should be the number one pick in the NBA draft. And he sort of sometimes, I think when I watch them play, seems like their third or fourth option. And I find that a little weird. So I'm not full bore on thinking Auburn is quite up there with, uh, say, Gonzaga. But uh, I don't think you can argue with the way they've played so far this year.
1: I just want to be clear. I don't. I may have misspoke earlier. Did I say Arizona? I. I definitely meant to say Auburn was one A and Gonzaga was one B. Yeah. Arizona is not in my one quadrant at this point.
0: Yeah. uh, I got uh, Arizona just off my one quadrant. I was. I was the one debating whether to put them or Auburn in there. I. 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 I think the next couple teams that are won, uh will be, you know, definitely Gonzaga and them. But uh, Auburn, I, I think, has earned it uh, with their wins of uh, late versus Alabama uh, and the uh, LSU win earlier. Uh, the only thing other than that, I, I think their schedule, other than a couple of those SEC games, has been a little light. And I think we're going to see it, you know, pop up here. Uh, late well. uh, especially this weekend with Kentucky uh, they have Oklahoma in there Alabama again Arkansas comes in there uh, an interesting a team who battled Kentucky uh, so I, I think the schedule will pop up and we'll get a true uh, true sense of where Auburn really lies but I, I think right now you can't uh, sort of uh, leave them out of your one seed so uh, you went with Auburn uh, next up for me I'm going to go with the uh gonzaga bulldogs here I, I think that's probably in everybody's one seed market a couple <laughs> losses in there duke alabama i don't know if you quite mark them down but basically they have annihilated everybody but those two losses there including pretty impressive wins over ucla uh over texas tech who's really played well i i think the, uh, you know, uh, 20, 30-point win over BYU uh, a week ago, also pretty impressive. So are you also in there with uh, Gonzaga in your one seats?
1: Yeah, I've got them right behind Auburn, and it's really close. I just, this Auburn, or uh, this Gonzaga team compared to last year, I think they're a little bit, uh, they're not quite as deep as far as talent goes on the roster. You know, Timmy's been playing really, really well, but uh, I just don't think they have quite as many weapons to go to this year. Um, so, you know, we'll see if some of these guards step up come as we get closer to tournament time, because you know you've got to have great guard play to, to make it deep into the tournament. But Gonzaga, what they've done so far with their offense, uh, they got to be right there at number one in uh, the one seat as well.
0: Yeah, they're, they're an interesting team because uh, – you know, you mentioned Timmy and the really uh, sort of post-oriented. You mix in Holmgren in there. I think yeah. everybody thought he was going to be a little bit better shooter uh, than he has been. But uh, I don't think you can argue with his play, uh, especially on the defensive side of things. But uh, you, And then you got the uh, freshman in there, Ben Gregg, who uh, also a, a big body, who actually is the one who sits down there and plays the post when Timmy comes out. Uh, so it, it's a really interesting team. And then you you got their guards who uh, – I, I – they're so sort of a, a little bit hot and cold, and I think that's what's cost them on a couple of games where they couldn't yep. hit shots. Uh, I Chet doesn't seem quite ready to be, take on that scoring load, and, and then they can shut down Timmy, uh, you know, down in the post there. So, uh, but overall, they, they do have a lot of very high quality players on this team, though, Even yeah, uh, with that sure. said, so I, I'm curious to see if they'll be able to make the run and uh, be able to make a, a run. Uh, through the West Coast Conference undefeated. I I think the West Coast Conference is a little deeper than people think, Uh, you know, with BYU in there, who they already beat by about 30. Uh, St. Mary's and San Francisco, both pretty high-quality teams, uh, you know, in that uh, conference. I I don't know if they can get four in there, but uh, I do think there are at least four quality, uh, at least NCAA tournament-level teams. Uh, So who do you got next on your one-seed list here?
1: Next up, you know, despite a couple ugly losses recently, I'm going to go with Baylor. I I just, I'm still impressed with this Baylor team. I think they've carried over a lot of their success from last year, uh, both strong defensively and offensively. So I think they're going to recover and they're right up there in the ones with these guys.
0: Yeah. You mentioned it. I think this is the most uh, overall solid team on both sides of the ball. You can't say they don't play defense. They don't play offense. It's sort of, Really good offense, really good defense. I, I thought there'd definitely be a, a lot more of a drop off, uh, you know, from last year to this year. Uh, basically, we could probably say the last two years uh, to this year, because uh, two years ago, before the tournament was canceled, uh, they were definitely, uh, you know, one of the uh, elite teams, one of the favorites to win it. And they lost a handful of those guys, but they just seem to, uh, guys who were there, uh, who were in lesser roles, have now stepped up, and they're playing really, really uh, well. Well, That that, uh, Rockton to Joe, uh, I just, it's fun to watch him play guard, and he's sort of uh, taken right over, uh, you know, where they left off here. So I I really like this team. Other than, you know, you mentioned it, they've lost two tough games in a row, but I, I don't think you really uh mark anyone down for losses you know to Texas Tech Oklahoma State they had a nice win uh first West Virginia uh the other day so I, I, yeah I just
1: I I love the way this team they're just they're just so well, well-rounded they got four four guys averaging in double figures I think they've got like six guys that are getting 20 minutes or more so they go really deep and and they just they, they really play good team basketball yeah so I that brings a lot of success in the tournament.
0: Definitely so. And uh, we'll be living in a world where squat, Scott Drew might uh, be a back-to-back uh, a champion. I don't know if any of us had uh, wagers on that uh, five years ago when it seemed like Baylor would have a good regular season and then be bounced out in the uh, first round. Uh, next up for me, my last team in the uh, one-seed range is uh, I uh, the Houston Cougars. I they aren't always I, I'd say pleasant to watch. It's uh though I, I will say offensively they've been much, much improved uh from last year. But uh I, I just love Kelvin Sampson teams. Uh say what you will about how he acquires talent. Uh but uh nonetheless, talent gets there and he wins uh basketball games. And once again, I, I think this is a really, really uh top tier team that's not getting talked about. Uh and I just, I like the way also they can play defense and offense on both sides of the ball. Their schedule strength isn't quite as, uh, you know, uh, deep as a couple of the other ones. Uh, but I just, I, I watch this team and uh, it just has depth, has quality. Uh, now, one of their best players is out for the season, but they they haven't seemed to... Uh, fallen off too much and their only loss is a two-point loss uh on a neutral site to wisconsin and a one-point loss uh away at alabama so you can't really fault them and pretty much everybody else they've played they've beaten up on pretty good so yeah i'm really big on houston
1: here i've actually got houston further down because i think you can kind of fault them for for losing the only two tough games they've played all season um they They do play over
0: oregon i will say that yeah
1: yeah yeah that that's that is true but very weak schedule here. Uh, I think if they, you know, keep winning, they may move up in my rankings, but uh, it'll be a little bit longer before we get to them in my rankings. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, <laughs> anyone else left in your one seeds? Who's your last one here?
1: Yeah. My last number four, I've actually, uh, despite, you know, they they climbed all the way up to number one and then proceeded to lose a couple games again. Uh, I like Purdue. Uh, I think they just, uh, came back, got a really solid win over, uh, a Big 10 leading Illinois team uh rebounded really well and they've got the number one adjusted offense in the country so uh, i got to put them up there they they they're almost they're they're better than Gonzaga efficiently on offense so uh got to put them up there
0: yeah uh I have them a little bit further down. They're into my three seed tier uh, now. I may. That's where I've little... got Houston.
1: So yes, we've. I,
0: <laughs> I will say I'm also making a little bit of a hedge that they uh, lose tonight as we're recording this to Indiana. So uh, we're we're hedging our bets a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I really struggle with them because I look at that Wisconsin loss. I look at that road loss uh, to Rutgers, and. I try to not tell myself, what do I think this team will do in the NCAA tournament? We're looking now and what we think of those teams. But I, I will admit, it, it creeps in my head. And I'm like, if I have my tournament bracket here now and I'm filling it out, I don't know how far I put this team in. And if the right like matchup comes along, they're always one of those candidates I, I sit there and look at and I think and bounce out early. Now, that being said, they've probably... This is probably the best season they've had since, you know, some of those Gene Cady and, uh, you know, big dog teams uh, uh, squared up. So uh, I just look at that Rutgers loss probably more than anything uh, away, and I'm like, if it's one of those right nights uh, where their offense isn't clicking – I don't think they defensively can stand up uh, to some of those uh, elite-tier teams. So that's why I put them third. Also, with the uh, little bit of a hedge, uh, maybe a hint on who I bet on tonight (laughs) as well, uh, uh, that they might lose to Indiana tonight as well. All right, let's move into our two seeds. And uh, I I talked about them a little bit here, but uh, I have Arizona as my top two seed. Yep. I mixed and matched uh, them in Auburn and tried to switch. And I think just Auburn's, uh, there are a couple wins on their slate that are a little bit uh, more impressive than Arizona's. Arizona's schedule was really, really uh, weak at the start of the year. Uh, Then they went to Tennessee for their first really tough game, lost that one. Uh, That being said, they bounced back uh, and had a win at Colorado that's pretty solid. Uh, Utah, a a nice win, so not great wins. I think their schedule's still soft, but um, I I will say when I watch this team play basketball, which might – be why I have them so high, is I really like watching them play basketball. It's got a real sort of smooth uh, European style to it, and uh, they're just fun to watch overall. So that's why I have them so high.
1: Yeah, I also have them as my number one uh, two-seed here. Uh, Like you said, schedule's been really weak. Otherwise, they'd be right up there in the number one. Uh, But their schedule is, you know, difficulties come, and they could either uh, jump right up there with the top dogs Gonzaga and Auburn here really quick or they could fall really quick as well. Uh, I think next Tuesday they play UCLA, uh, if I'm not mistaken so their schedule is going to start picking up but uh, yeah talented team but I'd like to I, I'm ready to see them play some other uh good teams
0: yeah definitely uh tricky one with Stanford uh coming up next Thursday and then the uh they got UCLA sandwiched in between Arizona and a USC matchup in the next two weeks so we'll know a lot more and uh maybe in a two or three weeks we'll come back and redo this and see if uh, Arizona still sticks up in there uh, yeah <laughs> what do you have next for your two seeds?
1: Next up, you know, they just—I think they just dropped one uh, last night to Marquette. But I've got Villanova in my two seed slot. I, I think there's another uh, really strong, well-rounded team. Uh, they play really good defense, and they scored the ball uh, really good, and uh, just got some really impressive wins really recently, and a really well-coached team.
0: Yeah, I as well have them in my two seed line, and this one's interesting because they definitely have the most losses of you know yeah. anyone. Uh, that we have this high either of us and you look at that and then you look at their losses and it's UCLA it's Purdue it's Baylor yeah uh the Creighton loss uh on the road I I don't look as some people might look at it as a bad loss but uh if you watched uh Creighton the other night with teams going in there it's really difficult to win in Creighton and they got them back when Creighton uh went up uh into Philadelphia and played them and they won that game by 30 plus points and then you mentioned uh last night tough game uh versus Marquette they lost 57-54 and I think that's where it the only thing you could probably say negative about Villanova is they have these weird games where they just can't score and they got a yep. couple of them on here uh on their losses uh where they can't score at all you mentioned that Baylor game where they scored 36 points uh the Marquette game where they scored 54 so it's just a weird thing where they have that uh random sort of uh, night where they can't put the ball in they're really really dependent on uh shooting which might kill them Uh, In the tournament, but it also might want to be one of those things where they hit that hot streak and uh, ride through and uh, make a nice run in the final four here. All right, uh next up for me, uh I had UCLA uh right after Arizona and I I think people are sleeping a little bit uh on UCLA. Uh they did have to pause a whole lot of their season. They're only 11 and 2. Uh so they've only played 13 games, but uh their only losses are Gonzaga and uh uh OT lost to Oregon. Uh bounced back this weekend with a win versus Oregon State. I, I just like this UCLA team. They probably, I think everybody was expecting maybe a little bit more from them, but I thought they've looked uh, pretty solid so far this year. And I, I think they're definitely uh, one of those teams where I, I look in my NCAA tournament bracket and I can definitely see making a final four run here.
1: Yeah. And they've got plenty of time to move, move their way back up into this, uh, in this one spot here, I think, uh, you know, packed well strong this year. So uh if they, They can win some more games. They can move up in there and get in a good position uh, for the tournament. Uh, But I don't have them in my two spot. I've got them a little bit lower than you.
0: Where do you have UCLA in yours?
1: I've got them in a three seed. you got them in a three seed. One notch down.
0: uh, Yeah, I think I I moved them into my two because I I felt like if I had Villanova in there, I had to have UCLA in there uh, just because they've played each other and— UCLA won that game uh, in overtime, so I don't. I granted it was pretty early in the season, but I, I think if you move Villanova in there, you yeah. probably can't not have UCLA in there because I, I think they're probably pretty similar teams with a similar sort of talent base in there. So uh, both in and around uh, a two seed for me right after that. So what do you got next?
1: Next up, I've got Kansas in my two seed. Uh, they've got you know just two losses on the year, a one point loss. Uh, versus dayton and in a, a not so close loss to, to texas tech but um this is a, a another solid kansas team you know about where they always are uh they little they are a little uh too dependent on their star uh, Agbaje, but uh he's great and uh they're they're deserving of that two seed
0: yeah i i think this is probably the uh sort of sleepiest team anybody's been on Kansas because I I just – I don't don't hear anybody talk about him. I hear him talk about Texas. I hear him talk about Texas Tech. I hear him talk about Iowa State. And then it's Kansas who sits there at 15-2. You mentioned it with, uh, you know, a a one-point neutral site loss to a pretty solid Dayton team and then on a road loss uh, to Texas Tech. So, uh, you know, coming off three straight wins, Iowa (laughs) State, West Virginia, and Oklahoma, which is three nice wins in a row, uh, one of those away at Oklahoma. oklahoma so yeah uh really interesting that this kansas team isn't getting a whole lot of uh you know love and uh someone like duke who i, I noticed neither of us have uh mentioned quite yet uh still gets a lot of love now granted they have you know the draft starts, and kansas doesn't necessarily have you know uh top three uh, NBA picks on their roster. But uh, every time I've watched them play, uh, they've been really, really solid. So uh, I, I just think this uh, Kansas team really uh, sort of flying under the radar right now and uh, two seed for both of us here. So uh, uh, what two seeds do you have left?
1: I have one more, and it, uh, it's a little bit of a shocker here. They uh, they jumped up mainly based on their last couple of weeks of play, but they have really impressed me, and that's uh, the Kentucky Wildcats uh i i really wanted to put them kind of in this three maybe a four spot but I, I really think the way they're playing now uh they're one of the best teams in the country so i had to give them a two spot there
0: yeah uh i i was right along your thinking there i, I put them as a three uh you jumped them up into a two i i could see that because uh i think the last you know two and a half three weeks uh they've been playing really good basketball i was impressed uh last night uh going into a&m in a really tricky tricky spot and uh sort of fighting through a game where they didn't play well but still got the win so that was nice uh they're showing a little bit more toughness uh than they have the last uh you know couple years here so uh yeah they played pretty well the the thing that concerns me is uh you know uh that weird little notre dame loss uh not a very good Notre Dame team so no. uh, and that being said you sort of look at their SEC schedule so far and uh, other than the LSU game which they lost it's been Missouri, Georgia, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Texas A&M. They they haven't quite yet gone through the gauntlet other big, than the LSU and they've lost that one so
1: Very big game Saturday.
0: Yes, a, a very big game Saturday and then a tricky miss state game that's sandwiched between that and, uh, Kansas. So, uh, I, I think it'll be an interesting, you know, next couple games, uh, for them for sure. So, uh, we'll move on to this three seeds. And I, I mentioned Purdue and Kentucky were, uh, two of uh, mine in the three-seed category. Uh, so I'll move on to my next one, and that's the team that beat Kentucky, and that's LSU. Uh, I, I really like this team. Uh, granted, they're coming off uh, back-to-back losses here, but uh, you know, Arkansas, Alabama, I, and Auburn are the three losses on the year. I, I don't think you can really uh, fault anyone yeah. on this one. And the thing I like about this team is – they're built defensively, and I i don't think we have probably ever said that uh, in the history of man on a, <laughs> a Will Wade coach team. But uh, nonetheless, true. Uh, this team is built defensively, and I, I think finally – they maybe have a recipe for a deep run in the tournament here. I really like the way they have played, uh, despite the last two games where they've uh, sort of dropped a couple here. But uh, I, I don't really fault them on Arkansas or Alabama uh, losses there, especially a, a road loss uh, three-point to Alabama.
1: Yeah, I've got them one notch down. I've got them in a four-seed spot. Uh, one thing, you know, you said they're built defensively, and, and I, while well, I do really like to watch their defense now, uh, their offense— can't do anything unless it's fed off of that defense yeah so uh what alabama did to them yesterday is if you can force them into a half-court offense they're not going to score the ball uh so you know teams have just got to figure out how to beat the press take care of the ball force them to a half-court game and you can beat this lsu team but uh if they figure out the half court offense and and hit some shots they can play with anybody
0: yeah i I don't know when we've ever said uh, we need a will wade team to find a way to score some points and uh They don't have to worry about the defensive end, but uh, that's sort of how it's uh, played out here. So uh, what do you got on that three seed line left?
1: All right, so we already talked about Houston and uh, UCLA. I've got them uh, as two of my threes. Uh, Next up, I've got Duke in my three seed spot. Um, Really kind of struggled with where to put this Duke team because, you know, they get a lot of press, but, that you know, their schedule's been weird. They've had a lot of games canceled, and it's just kind of, You know, I look at their record, I look at their Ken Palm rankings, and I think this, you know, this three, four area is probably the right spot for them. Uh, We'll see as they go through this ACC schedule. Uh, But ACC is really down this year, and I think that's going to hurt them climbing up these rankings.
0: Yeah, uh, I I struggled whether to put them at a three or four. I, I dropped them to like my top number four seed. Uh, Because I just don't see a lot of consistency uh, from this team. You know, every time, you know, they put together a stretch of a handful of wins, Uh, then they come up uh, against, you know, uh, another team that's in and around their level. Uh, That being, you know, a prime example, uh, Tuesday playing Florida State, Uh, probably not the best Florida State team we've ever played, but, you know, they did their thing, bullied Duke around, got the win there. Uh, A couple weeks ago, they, came up against a pretty solid Miami team who's starting to streak a little bit, uh, lost that one there, and that was a home game they lost there. And then I, I think that sort of Big Ten uh, ACC challenge where they played Ohio State, uh, I struggled with a lot of the Big Ten teams and where to put them as well because I, I just yeah. I don't quite know how good they are because uh, they just seem to beat each other. And I know everybody mm-hmm. says that's a show of how strong they are, but I I don't know if it quite is. That's what they all said last year about all those Big Ten teams entering the tournament, and then they were all gone by the first weekend. So I I struggle. It's funny, Yeah, go ahead.
1: I hear that about the SEC a lot too, and and you know they'll get, you know, sometimes seven, eight teams in the tournament, and then you look up and there's one or two in the Sweet Sixteen. So yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, I, 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 I'm okay with like Alabama cannibalizing like Kentucky I get weird you know we'll get to Michigan State but like you know Michigan State loses at home to a Northwestern that's where I'm like yeah I just watched Northwestern lose to a Maryland team who's been in complete disarray all season long so that's where I get a little weird about that so uh, they do have the big win over Gonzaga uh, 84-81 if you watch that game that basically could have gone any way at any point in time. Someone just made a couple shots late. Now, granted, that's how a lot of these games versus top teams are decided, but that could have just as easily been a loss than a win. It wasn't like a dominant uh, performance. So, yeah, I struggled a little bit where to go with Duke. Uh, I will say they do have playmakers. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I think their ceiling is pretty high, but right now, uh, just the inconsistency that I have seen from them. I I got them as my top sort of, uh, four seed
1: there. Well, how many times do we see these teams where they get these, these one and done NBA guys and it takes the length of a season for them to finally start gelling. And, you know, sometimes when they, when they pull it together, right when it's time, that's when they get those national championships.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. So. And, uh, I think that's I flipped them and my next team on my three seed line, Alabama. Uh, I think them and Duke are in and about the same. Both got a win over Gonzaga. Both got a, a handful of uh, weird losses. Now, granted, Alabama has more weird <laughs> losses on there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Iona is a very a uh, very good small school team, so it. it not a bad loss, but it's also probably not a team they should be losing to. Uh, same with the Memphis game. Yeah. Uh, same with the Memphis (laughs) game there. Uh, granted Memphis has a lot of very talented players, but, uh, they, they the worst haven't seemed to in put that t- talent together. Will be. I'm <laughs> curious what they're going to do tonight. And then you had that little weird three-game stretch, uh, you know, that they just got out of after a win versus LSU, where they lost to Missouri, Auburn, and Mississippi State. Uh, two of those yeah. on the road, granted, but uh, they should be beating, uh, you know, Missouri and Mississippi State. Probably the same as yes. Davidson, uh, but Davidson also, you know, a-, a pretty good basketball team, and, you know, uh, we're – at least in my preliminaries, uh, to maybe jump into a a top six spot here. So, you know, every one of these teams they've lost to at least has talent or is a a good team, but uh, probably a couple too many losses uh, there. But uh, I I just like this Alabama team. I I think it's a really, really good team with a really good coach, and I think you saw that uh, last year when they made their tournament run.
1: Yeah, I've got Bama just a little bit lower. I've got them in a four slot, so yeah. uh, just a one notch down. I, I really liked them. They looked really good against that in that win against LSU, uh, but it's going to take me a long time to forget about that Missouri loss because uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's
0: you, the one that sticks out the most. Did
1: you happen to see what Arkansas did to Missouri yes. uh, about a week and a half ago?
0: <laughs> yes, I, I did. Uh, got old coups uh, canned. So. Uh, all right, so what do you have left on your three-seed line?
1: Uh, my last three seed I've got Wisconsin. uh you know, they kind of fall into that group of those big ten teams that you were talking about where they kind of cannibalize each other. but I think uh Wisconsin probably uh one of the more w- well-rounded of the uh second tier big ten teams other than uh you know below Purdue on that line there um but uh i I like them defensively and uh we'll see uh where they come out of the pack once uh, conference play, play starts to resolve, but right now I've got them in a three spot for what they've done this season.
0: Yeah, uh, I left them out because they were sort of – I grouped about five of those uh, Big Ten teams in there. Yeah, Michigan State, Iowa
1: State, Ohio State, Wisconsin. They're all right in kind of the same area. Yeah, I grouped them,
0: and they were sort of the (laughs) one, despite their record that I looked at, and it was like, I least trust you. Uh, So I I sort of bounced them out. Now, they might – be overall, like the most uh, consistently uh, night-to-night uh, team, but like high-end level, uh, I think they're probably, like, I think Michigan State can reach a higher end, I think Illinois can reach a higher end, I even think somebody like Ohio State and Iowa uh, on the right night can reach probably a, a top end uh, better than Wisconsin, but uh, they also... Uh, can lose to the aforementioned Northwestern uh, on a night, some of these yeah. teams, which I I don't think like a Wisconsin would do, which uh, they didn't do because they beat them, uh, you know, a week ago, but they also beat Maryland. They seem to have the le- least level of sort of upset ability, but I don't know if they'll be able to sort of beat the uh, elite teams. And I look at that with, uh, you know, that loss to Providence. And that's sort of where I, I think yeah. I, I, I sort of glom Wisconsin. Probably around that same line as Providence. Uh they were one of my last sort of uh knockouts on my six seed rankings. So uh that's why I, I didn't quite put Wisconsin in there. All right, I'll move on to my four seeds here. Uh we talked about Duke and uh I'll go to uh sort of my leader in the uh big 10 uh, side of things and that's still illinois uh i, I think they have sort of the uh, deepest and higher end talent now uh they also might be the most uh, sort of disappointing team uh to start the season now some a lot of that was early losses uh to said marquette and cincinnati uh you know marquette's uh been hot, cold, hot, cold. Uh, yes, they seem very. to go on very weird stretches where they can beat anyone. And, uh, then they have stretches where they seem to lose to anyone. And then, uh, you know, the other night they lost, uh, to Purdue, but that was a two overtime yeah. game. So, you know, I, am a little, uh, less, uh, to knock that down, but I think I, I look at this team and I, I think, The highest upside of teams in the Big Ten uh, outside of Purdue probably, I I think, is Illinois. And I I just think they have uh, probably the deepest uh, roster here, uh, starting with Kofi, who's just a a monster uh, down in the post.
1: Yeah, uh, so we'll get into my four teams. Um, We've already talked about LSU. Uh, They're right there, and I think they've got... Uh, potential to, to keep moving up. and But next, I've got Texas Tech. Um, they were the first team to knock off that uh, really hot Baylor team earlier this season. Uh, they've kind of had a little bouncy road the last couple weeks. They get a big win, big loss, big win, big loss. Uh, but I think they're right there as as the number two team in, in the Big 12 behind Baylor. So I've got them in the four spot.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I dropped them down uh, a peg into my uh, five uh, just because – Uh, I haven't liked the way they looked, uh, probably based because of of that Kansas State game that sort of sticks out, you know, like a sore thumb to me. Uh, They went to Iowa State and lost just a a gross game, uh, 51-47, a couple weeks ago that I I didn't love. And then they have that Providence loss in there. Uh, Providence, very interesting team uh, that I didn't quite know whether to bump them in there because they've sort of had a – they had a great non-conference season, and then they kicked off the conference season and, and been a little uh, wishy-washy in the conference season, so I didn't know quite how to play with that. But I, I do like this uh, Texas Tech team. It, it's Uh, just a hard read. I I sort of, they still have the Chris Beard sort of DNA, uh, (laughs) but they don't have Chris Beard. And I have them on the uh, five line right next to the uh, Chris Beard team that uh, he's currently coaching. So uh, uh, yeah, I I have them down a peg as that four seed just because I I just haven't loved the way they've looked uh, the last uh, week or so. But uh, next up for, uh, me on this line. I got Xavier in uh, my four seeds here. Um, I actually wasn't expecting a whole lot uh, from Xavier. They've really sort of surprised me at how well they've played this way. Uh, Travis Steele really has them playing well. Uh, Watch that uh, game on Saturday uh, versus Creighton. Got a nice win there, 80-73 their only three losses are a neutral site to Iowa state and then, uh, two losses to Villanova. They got good wins versus Marquette and Cincinnati, uh, Oklahoma state and Virginia tech are are nice wins too. They got that good win early in the season over over Ohio state. So I, I just love, uh, the way this team plays pretty solid team on both offensive and defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, played a pretty decent pace, uh, and i just like the way this team plays not a lot of stars but uh a lot of solid uh you know pretty deep basketball players on this one so i, I like this team a whole lot
1: yeah i've got them i've got them dropped down a little bit lower than you uh i've got him in my sixth spot uh just haven't i you know i probably should have them higher especially since i've got villanova up there in a two uh but I just I need to see a little bit more from from Xavier and just consistency. Um, but uh, my last two, four, uh, I've got Illinois and Alabama. We've already talked about them, so yeah. I'm ready to move on to fives if you are.
0: All right, let's move on yeah. to our fives, and I'll, I'll give you my number one five, and that's uh, BYU. I, I don't think people are looking at them. As much as they, I'm not as they should now, granted, they play out in the West Coast in the West Coast conference. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit uh, hard to sort of keep up with them. Uh, but uh, they really have a good basketball team when they play uh, their game. Uh, they had a, a Bad little stretch there where they didn't play well, but they also uh, were without their best player uh, for about two weeks there. Uh, So uh, a couple of those losses, the Vanderbilt loss was right dead in the middle of, uh, you know, one of those. But I look at that San Diego State and Oregon win early in the season, really like those wins. Uh, Missouri State, who's probably the second best team out of the uh, Missouri Valley uh, with Drake. Uh, If you ax off Loyola Chicago – Missouri state's really good team, uh, Liberty with a, they have a pretty nice win. And then I looked at that, uh, win over St. Mary's a couple weeks ago with uh, the nice win along with the, the win over San Francisco just this week, uh, San Francisco, really good basketball team, but I just like this way, uh, Mark Pope has these guys playing really, really, uh, fun to watch good defensive team, uh, gritty and, uh, uh, when they get their uh, mojo going on the offensive end, they're tough to beat and tough to score on. So uh, I, I like this BYU team. I think they can uh, make a run here.
1: Yeah, I've got them just on the outside of my sixth seed. Uh, I've got them in the also receiving votes. So just really couldn't find a home for them in there looking yeah. at some of the other teams that I like. But well, with their, you know, uh,
0: with a couple of their bad losses, I, I sort of understand it. Uh, uh, but i I I moved them into my five because when they're on their game, I think they're really uh, in there on their pack. Now, well, when they're off their game, uh, they can lose. <laughs> well,
1: and their schedule's been surprisingly strong for yeah. the conference they're in. So, uh, you know, you got to give them credit for that. But, uh... We'll see if they can pull off some more wins. Yeah,
0: I I mentioned it earlier, but the West Coast Conference has four legit uh, teams that uh, are in and around tournament level with uh, San Francisco, St. Mary's, uh, the Zags, and BYU. So, you know... Most years, you look at the West Coast Conference and think sort of a dud, but they're four pretty solid teams in that conference this this year uh, who could, I doubt they'll get four, but uh, they might be able to sneak uh, at least three in there for sure. So uh, yeah, I have them. What do you have next on your uh, five seed line?
1: All right, so we haven't got to any of my fives yet, but uh, the majority of my five seeds is a Big Ten party. Uh, We're going to start off with Michigan State. Uh, You know, we talked about a little bit about them earlier just you know they've got they've got some talent they've got capabilities of beating anybody but their consistency isn't there they have nights where they don't show up uh and they just struggle to really put points on the board sometimes so if they can score a little bit uh, more consistently they could be a really solid team uh maybe even win the big 10 i uh, haven't shown it yet that's why i've got them below a few teams uh but yeah i've got them right in the five
0: yeah uh i, I i'm torn on them a little bit but uh Uh, They definitely can see them uh, getting in there, Uh, and they probably deserve to be on that line. I just, like I said, uh, Big Ten-wise, it's like a Yahtzee game where I just roll the dice and uh, see who comes up, because I I have trouble discerning uh, one from the other.
1: I mean, really only one bad loss. I I mean, you look at their schedule, you got a loss to Kansas to start the year and then Baylor, yes. uh, and, and then, but you've got that really ugly Northwestern loss, but yeah. I think other than that they've played really well this year.
0: I, I think that's what, uh, probably, uh, switched my decision and dropped them down uh, a seed a little bit is cause, uh, well, basically, I, I bet against Northwestern in that Maryland game, and then I was like, "Yeah, Northwestern's awful." And then watched them go up there uh, when we well, talked about doing this, and, and then beat them. And I'm like, "Okay, uh, you know, I, I just I, I dropped them down to my sixth seed level because it just they stepped up. You mentioned those two early games, lost to the elite teams. Yeah, they have a couple decent wins in there, but nothing I, I'd call like great, great. And then, you know, a bad loss in there. And I don't know. I I just, something in my head says don't trust them. Uh, Next up for me, I have Colorado State on my five seed line. Uh, I know you didn't like this one, but uh, I just love this uh, team. A handful of good wins. Granted, their schedule hasn't been great, but they got a neutral site win over Creighton. They got uh, a a nice win over St. Mary's. They got uh, a win over Mississippi State. Uh, so they got a couple decent wins in there. Uh, granted, they went to San Diego state and got throttled. Uh, I, you know, not a ton of shame in that. Uh, lots of people go into San Diego state and get throttled. They haven't played the schedule, but I, I've watched this team a lot. Uh, I've tried to bet on them a little bit, but their uh, spread numbers are always in the twenties. Granted, they end up uh, <laughs> usually beating teams by those 20 point spreads, but it's enough to uh, sort of scare me off. And uh it is a hard read because they do have a, a nice home court advantage too up in uh, Fort Collins, you know, uh, up in the atmosphere. So it, it's a little bit difficult for teams to go on the road there and play. But uh, I, I've just watched this team, and I love the way they play offense. And uh, another team that uh, sort of plays this European smooth style that uh, that I really mm-hmm. like. Uh, so I, I love watching them play. Maybe I have a little bias because I love watching them play uh, so much. But uh, I really. Really like this team a whole lot and uh, I think they're one of the elite teams I think if they get in the tournament they can make a little bit of a run here
1: yeah we'll see uh, I don't I don't even have them in my others receiving votes outside of the six seed so they're they're a little further down for me uh, next up in my five spot I've got a team that I think a lot of people are sleeping on uh, but they kind of they're right there uh, behind Texas Tech I believe I've got Iowa State uh, I think they've played really well this year. Uh, they have they got a really good win early in the year against Xavier and a win over Memphis. Uh, but they have you know they've dropped big games in the Big 12 so far. They lost to Baylor, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas Tech. Uh, they did get a win over Texas last week, uh, but they just you know they're they're dropping the big ones. But I, I they got a couple early. There's still plenty of room in that schedule, but I I, I think they're right there, the third fourth-best team in the Big 12, so I've got them in the five.
0: Yeah. This was probably my hardest one to rank because I, I think when I originally had wrote it down, I I had them maybe on a three- or four-line, and then I'm like, you can't do that with how they've played uh, the last couple weeks. But then I'm like, how much do you really knock them? They have a home loss to Baylor, which was their first loss on the season, and, and then they come back, beat Texas Tech at home, and then they have yep. this stretch, but it's Oklahoma away, Kansas away, beat Texas at home, and then Texas Tech away. So, I, I mean, who really on that schedule line of Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas Tech all away, and then Texas at home is really going to have a a, a great record in that? So I kept them in my six, even though they've you know dropped uh, four of their last six games because I just think they're a really good basketball team. I love TJ Olsenberger, yep. uh, you know, great, great coach. I, I thought that was a great hire for Iowa state. And I'm curious to see, uh, when all these teams, you know, come back and play in Iowa state, if they can uh, sort of bang with them there and get those wins back. Uh, because I, I think right now, I think this team is better uh, than what we've seen the last couple of weeks. It's just sort of that, uh, bad sort of schedule run there where they played a a lot of top teams in a grouping set all on the road. But uh, I'm like you, I I really think uh, this is a a good basketball team, but I had to drop them down a little bit. I ended up putting them as a six seed, but it should say something that I I first started thinking about it around three, four seed line with this team. So I I think they have a chance to really jump up there, but I, I like this Iowa state team for sure. All right, uh, next on my list, my last one in my five seats, is Texas. I I told you I grouped them uh, sort of right up there with uh, Texas Tech. Uh, They, too, have gone through a a little bit of a bad stretch here uh, um, in Big 12 Conference season. Uh, But uh, that Kansas State uh, home loss the other night sort of really pushed it down because I had them – a little bit higher than this as well uh, because I I think this is a really good team and uh, I pretty much trust Chris Beard uh, to win important games and win tournament games. Uh, We've already seen him do that uh, with Texas Tech which has basically been a nothing program uh, pretty much throughout the history of basketball and he turned them around and won NCAA tournament games and I, I also think this is one of the more talented uh, Texas teams that they've had uh, in a while. Uh, What went wrong with Shaka Smart there? I don't know because he went up to Marquette and they seem to be playing pretty good basketball. Uh, Don't know why it didn't work there, but it didn't work. And Chris Beard, I think, has them playing pretty good basketball. Uh, Just a little bit of a struggle late, but I, I think this is a pretty good Texas team here.
1: All right, I've got two left in my five seeds. Uh I'm going to start off with another big 10. I got Ohio State uh coming in here. They've got some big wins on their schedule. Uh not too many terrible losses. Uh they've got four, they've dropped four this year, you know, at at Xavier and then the Florida game, Indiana and Wisconsin. Uh but I think they've got some really good talent here. They got a big win over Duke. Um, so I, am going to give them a lot of credit on their strength of schedule here. And I think it's good enough, even with their four losses to be in the five seat.
0: Yeah, they were one. I didn't know what to do with, and I, I just bounced them out. Cause it, other than that Duke win and, and maybe Seton hall, uh, who, uh, I very much wanted to put in my top six, but that, that was going to lead to Homer with the way they've been playing of late. Uh, also, I tried to push the Bonnies in there. Uh, thanks for losing this uh, weekend uh, for me so I couldn't move you into my top six seeds. But it, it seems like every time they step up, uh, you mentioned Xavier that lost to Florida, lost to Indiana, lost to Wisconsin. None of them bad losses, but it looks like every time they seem to step up a level. They can't hang with these teams. I'm interested, uh, you know, uh, what they can do uh, when they play, uh, you know, uh, a Michigan State, uh, replay Indiana. I'm curious on the matchup uh, of Purdue as well that uh, I I think is in uh, two weeks on a Sunday. So uh, I think I'll have a little bit better feel of them. Granted, Chris Holtzman's teams always uh, – teams seem to execute well on offense, but uh, it just seems like every time I've lo- watched them and expected them to step up, they lose that big game. Uh, they seem to be hanging a lot on their, uh, you know, Duke win there.
1: All right. We're going to finish off my uh, five seeds with USC, another Pac-12 team. Uh I think they're kind of just a tier down below uh, UCLA and uh, Arizona, but solid team. Uh, they had a lot of COVID and postponements that kind of messed with some good games that were on their schedule. Um, dropped one at Stanford and then uh, one to Oregon, who's who's surging a little bit. This Oregon team, yeah. you know, they got, some teams got Oregon early when they were trying to figure things out, and I think this Oregon team is a much improved team yeah. over what they were earlier this season, so I don't knock him for that loss. Uh, Just won a tight one today against uh, Colorado. So I I like this USC team, only two losses. I think that's good enough for a five seed.
0: Yeah, I I put him right on my top level on the six. I I like watching this team play. Uh,
1: Mobley's great.
0: Yeah, the other Mobley, not... The one uh, who's winning with the Cavs, his brother. (laughs) Just, it it would be really great if they had both. Still, I will say that they might be higher than a six seed on my line. Uh, But yeah, uh, a little bit of this was eye test because they don't have, uh, you know, a ton of great wins. Uh, on their schedule they have the nice San Diego State win uh, but other than that they had about
1: a month off there yeah
0: and that I think that's what's playing but like I said I like watching them play eyeball test I think this is a really really good team Uh, they didn't help me out with the Stanford loss uh, very much in the eyeball test but like you said that Oregon loss uh, you know uh, granted it was at home but uh, that Oregon team is, is sort of becoming more I think at the beginning of the year uh, where we thought Oregon would be, which is, you know, maybe not UCLA level, but just, you know, under uh, UCLA. So I I think it'll be a good battle between USC and UCLA to see who can, uh, USC and Oregon to see who can get that uh, sort of two spot underneath them. So, yeah, Uh, this was more of an eyeball test. I I think this USC team, really good team. I put them right on my uh, sort of top line there on the sixth seed. All right, uh, I'll go to my next team on the six seed. Uh, I know you talked about wanting to put them on here. I did put them on here because uh, I, I think they've sort of earned it. Uh, I, I put Loyola Chicago uh, on here. They've just played – Really good basketball, uh, two losses on the year. The two losses are Michigan state by two points and, uh, Auburn, uh, by nine. And, uh, if you watched any of that Auburn game, they, they played them pretty tight. Probably, uh, one of the closer toughest, uh, games Auburn's had all season long. Uh, win wise, it's not been great. Uh, you know, they beat up on Arizona state who is not a great basketball team. The win looks better, uh, on a, uh, piece of paper than it does if you actually watch uh, Arizona State play basketball. Uh, DePaul was playing okay basketball for a stretch there. Uh, You know, their best win is probably that uh, San Francisco win. Uh, But if you watch this team play and... If you go into history, uh, I don't love going into history, but I, I think the last three or four years, uh, Loyola Chicago's shown they can play with uh, top-tier teams. So I factor that in a little bit, too. I think they can play with top-tier teams, and uh, I, I think they'll be an automatic, uh, you know, bid team uh, short of disaster in the MVC. So... Uh, 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 but uh, i i really like uh the way this team plays, and uh, I thought they deserved at least a six seed spot for me
1: all right, my first six seed we're gonna start with is another team a lot of uh people are sleeping on. I think I don't hear a whole lot about them, but it's the Yukon huskies uh I think they've played really well this year uh they've got four losses, but they've all been close one in overtime and then three by three or four points uh big win against Auburn earlier in the year uh I think that uh gives they should get them a lot of credit as far as uh seating purposes and and you know they just they've, they've got some tougher schedules uh games on their schedule they got pro, uh, uh you know the providence game was postponed another game against xavier was postponed so they've missed missed some opportunities uh to make a, a statement but i i like the way uh yukon's recovering up there and uh, i think they're building something good
0: yeah I have to be honest, I had no clue what to do with this team, and a little bit is uh, just based on my gambling bias, because I I think I've taken against them three times, and it's been West Virginia, Providence, and Seton Hall, Uh, so when I bet on them three times and they lose all three of those games, I I think I have a little bit in my head uh, what they are, and... uh, I don't think I've ever bet on them so far this season as a favorite. I wasn't paying a ton of attention on that uh, November 24th Auburn game, I have to admit, Uh, but Mm -hmm. if you look at uh, teams – best wins of the year uh UConn probably has one of the best wins on the year uh beating that Auburn team because uh that Auburn team has played great basketball ever since so yeah I, like I said I just don't totally know what to do with them I know Dan Hurley will always will have his teams executed and playing good basketball but uh I, I just think there's a little like a uh, like mental block in my head because I I've made like three bets all against this team, and I've won all three bets. So I'm like, how good could they really be if I'm betting, uh, taking against them and getting points in each one and winning money? Uh, so I, I think they're probably a little bit better uh, than what I have uh, on their seating, uh, but I could definitely see them uh, in your uh, seating uh, for sure. Uh, I think we've wrapped up all mine. I had Michigan State and Iowa State is uh my last two six seeds so uh, what do you got left in the six seed side of things
1: okay we're gonna finish up i've got two left uh we're gonna go to my tennessee vols uh they got a big game coming up against this uh, lsu this saturday and you know speaking of lsu this tennessee team is very similar to this lsu team they they really thrive on their defense but uh struggle to find points uh when they need them especially in the half court game um so we'll see if they can adapt their style but uh Tennessee's going to probably keep falling if they can't find some answers offensively, uh, but so far they've they've done enough uh, to get a six seed. And then my last spot, and I went back and forth. I wanted to put Loyola Chicago here, but I'm going to put Providence here, uh, just because you know they keep winning basketball games. They've only got two losses. Uh, schedule's been kind of weak, uh, and they, it's not pretty because their two losses. I think they lost by almost 20 points. Yeah, that's... Uh, so they. Uh, it, 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 depends on if they're going to show up or, or not, you know, they had a really, actually, I think it was a 30 point loss to Marquette. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, I, I, like this Providence team, uh, but you know, Loyal Chicago, BYU, a few of those other teams are right there uh, on the edge, uh, peeking in and, and it's going to move a lot here in the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. Uh, I did not. I had Tennessee in my, uh, sort of next up list just cause I, I just haven't seen the consistency in wins, yeah. basically every loss they have is to a good team, and then every win they have, other than the nice win versus Arizona, which is a really nice win, uh, I don't think you really mark down anything as a, a great great win, other than that. Uh, maybe you you sort of give a check mark with a North Carolina win, but that's not a great North Carolina team. No. I think uh, you know if you watched them the other night versus. Miami who basically throttled them, uh, in the first half. And then that Colorado win, uh, tough road win, I guess, but it's not a very good, you know, Colorado team. So it's just sort of hard for me to be like, yeah, I'm putting Tennessee in the sixth seed when every time they've played a good team, Villanova, Texas tech, Alabama, LSU, Kentucky, all have been, uh, you know, losses. And I, You don't want to overreact to the Kentucky game, but they just got freaking hammered in that one. And I think I sort of, uh, you know, knock it down a little bit there. And then uh, Providence, uh, they were also on my uh, sort of next up list. I I Mm -hmm. just thought Loyola Chicago – Loss-wise was better losses, Uh, you know, at at least closer losses. Uh, They don't have a a loss where they just get hammered and don't show up. I don't even know if that really means anything. Uh, But when, you know, you're sort of looking back on the schedule and you look at Providence and you're like, why did they lose by 40 to Marquette? And then you look on the schedule and it's like Loyola Chicago loses to seven to Auburn. You're like, well... You know, that and that and uh, Seton Hall and San Diego State were the other two teams I uh, had on my sort of next up uh, tier uh, to move into, uh, you know, those top seeded range. All right, uh, let's get into our games of the week. I I had a handful of games this week, not the biggest of weekend showdowns, but uh, a handful of uh, matchups I'm interested in this week.
1: Yeah, I've got about four or five that I was looking at, uh, so uh, whenever you're ready, we'll start going All through. All
0: right. I, I'm going to kick off Friday. I had a couple games in there. I was Wisconsin-Michigan State, so uh, I, I think yep. this could be uh, part of the Yahtzee jumble. Uh, I, I might move Wisconsin <laughs> in there if they can beat uh, Michigan State and flip-flop those two. That was definitely one to watch, and, and then a Big Mac showdown. Toledo, Ohio, easily the two top teams in the MAC. Uh, Ohio's been really, really good. Uh, Toledo's been solid. I think Ohio is probably the better team here. But that's uh, a, a nice little preview of uh, the two top teams in the MAC, and then. Uh, I sort of comboed this, uh, Bryant is playing Merrimack. uh, Bryant and Wagner, the two top teams in the, uh, Northeast conference, uh, Miramac's just right behind him and, uh, they play Friday night, Bryant, uh, Sunday they play Wagner. So they have a chance to sort of, uh, move themselves into, uh, a spot in the Northeast conference where we take them a little bit more seriously, uh, Traditionally, they've always been a much better home team than a road team. Uh, that sort of continued the trend here. But I'm curious to see if they could sort of uh, match up with Wagner and Brian here, the two powers in the Northeast Conference on Friday.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the uh, – I've got four on Saturday, so I'll go ahead and go through them. Uh, you can talk about them if you've got them on there. But, you yeah. know, the game of the week, uh, I guess we, we'll finish with that one. Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, one that I'm watching in the Big 12 is Baylor and Oklahoma. Uh, this isn't the game away. we will, we'll finish with that. Uh, I had, but I just
0: uh, UNC Wilmington Townsend as the uh, oh, game, of the, game of the week. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: I just, I'm interested to see this Oklahoma team. They're kind of, they, they need a big staple win. Uh, and, you know, they got that one over, uh, I believe it was Iowa state, but I think a, a win over Baylor would be huge. And and then you also looking for the consistency from Baylor, see if they can recover, put together another streak. Uh, so that's something to watch there. And then another one I just talked about. I think this LSU Tennessee matchup is big for both of these teams. LSU is on a two-game losing streak; uh, they need to rebound, and, and Tennessee needs another signature win, uh, and they and they're looking for revenge for their lost LSU a few weeks ago. Uh, so, uh, and then one more I'm keeping my eye on in the ACC. Uh, I really like this Miami Florida State matchup on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm curious to see which one of these teams is going to. Climb up the rungs, of the rankings in the ACC. I, th- I think Miami's playing well. You know, Florida State's scrappy. So we'll we'll see which one of these teams comes out of that one.
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned it. I, I'm really curious about that uh, Florida State-Miami game. I, I think that'll be a really good game. Miami started to play really, really good basketball. Uh, you know, uh, they got a full healthy roster, which they haven't had in a couple years. Uh, Lerganega has them playing pretty well. Uh, a little bit of a down team uh, for Florida State uh, this year, but a nice win versus duke uh, uh this week, and maybe they're starting to sort of uh, round into shape and play pretty good basketball. Uh, Just really interesting in the ACC because, you know, I I don't think there's a dominant team. You probably uh, put Duke uh, on that top line. Uh, But then after that, uh, you could probably name me about 10 teams who uh, are in and around there in the Louisville, (laughs) Miami, Florida State, Virginia, uh, you know, uh, just – A mix of sort of one day we look good, uh, the next day uh, we look awful uh, sort of mix. So, really curious about that Florida State uh, Miami game. You mentioned the Tennessee LSU game. Uh, That should be uh, really, really another chance for Tennessee, uh, you know, to sort of get a win versus a top tier team and to see how LSU uh, sort of recovers after, uh, you know, back to back. uh, I don't want to say bad losses because that's overreacting. Losses uh, to teams that technically weren't ranked uh though I think we both think uh Arkansas and Alabama pretty good teams uh so not necessarily bad losses but uh see how they bounce back uh from those losses and then uh you mentioned uh the uh uh you know the big game of the week uh we'll talk about it now but Kentucky Auburn uh really really big uh you know showdown here uh This will probably be Auburn's, I I think, toughest test of uh, the year so far. We'll see how they match up, uh, and we'll see, really, uh, if Kentucky, who's played for really good basketball for about three weeks now, uh, can go in there and uh, sort of beat up on Auburn. Auburn sort of had Kentucky's number the last handful of years, too. Now, granted, those have not been – Power, powerhouse Kentucky team. So this is probably the best Kentucky team that the Auburn uh, team has uh, played since they've sort of become a power in the SEC. Uh, You talked about the Oklahoma uh, game. Uh, That'll be really, really interesting. I'm just curious where Oklahoma sits, uh, you know, right now, because they started out really, really well, but uh, I I haven't thought they've looked great uh, to close out uh, the the, to start out the big 12 season so far uh i i mentioned my game of week in the colonial conference uh two top teams showdown uh unc wilmington versus townsend that that should be a pretty good matchup if you want to see probably the two best teams in the colonial uh give you a little bit of a preview uh in the uh, missouri valley uh missouri state goes to loyola chicago i talked about missouri state probably them and drake second best team uh If one of these teams wants to sort of try to make a name for themselves, they need to get, you know, a win here. I I think Loyola Chicago will probably be an at-large team, so there's a chance there uh, for one of those two to maybe get an automatic bid if they win their conference. Uh, The problem with that is Loyola Chicago is – Uh, on a different level. So I'm curious to see if Missouri State can, you know, sort of play with them. Uh, Louisiana Tech, UAB uh, matchup this weekend. That's two – Probably the two best teams in Conference USA other than maybe Liberty. But uh, I've watched uh, Louisiana Tech play. Uh, Pretty fun, interesting team to watch. So that should be a good showdown. And uh, then I I talked about it. uh, Drake playing Northern Iowa in the MVC uh, should be an interesting matchup as well. Uh, North Carolina-Wake Forest. uh, We talked about the jumble in the ACC. Uh, North (laughs) Carolina coming off a a really sort of – Bad loss to Miami. Uh, Granted, it was in Miami, but the way they just got throttled by about 30 points in that first half uh, just was a little bit embarrassing And sort of what has happened to North Carolina all year long. They get blown out or they sort of are blowing some other team out. It's really weird. And uh, if if you were looking for probably the second-best team in the ACC so far – It might be Wake, Uh, so uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know what that says about the ACC, but Wake's played pretty good basketball, so... uh, Wake,
1: football and basketball, Yes,
0: I know, Uh, we're in a world (laughs) where Wake Forest has now become the dominant (laughs) athletic team in the ACC, all, I think, 2,000 of their (laughs) student population, but uh, I'm curious to see how North Carolina bounce back, and if Wake can continue to play uh, good basketball, uh, this Texas A&M Arkansas game, uh, Texas A&M started out the season really well, tough loss to Kentucky, Arkansas. Um, I don't think either of us have uh, a read on this team. Uh, they're yeah. winning by 50 or losing to Missouri or something on the year. So they, there's no telling what we're getting from Arkansas, but the last, uh, two weeks, uh, have been good Arkansas Yeah. when Arkansas plays well, uh, I think they can be a contender in this SEC conference. They're,
1: they're not a team I would want to run into in the in the tournament because they could end up falling to, you know, somewhere in like the eight nine range and that would be a rough matchup.
0: Yeah, that that just an interesting team and I wanna see if uh sort of uh, Buzz Williams can keep uh Texas A and M uh relevant here and then a uh, big showdown in the Mountain West, uh Boise State versus San Diego State. Also on Saturday, um, I think there's a chance four teams out of the Mountain West uh, could sneak in there. Boise State, San Diego State, Colorado State being the top three. Your boys out of Fresno are playing pretty good basketball. Uh, they got a couple bad losses in there, but uh, if they can make a push – they can sort of throw their name in the hat, but Boise State, San Diego State, definitely something to watch. Uh, and then uh, we'll go on to Sunday. There wasn't a ton Sunday, uh, but Xavier Marquette, I, I think, will be a, a yeah. really, really nice showdown. And then I mentioned the combo package uh, with Mary Mack uh, first yeah. Wagner uh, in the Northeast Conference. Anything on Sunday that you had that I didn't touch on? I didn't on? see
1: anything on Sunday of, of, of no, other than that Xavier uh, matchup you were just and, talking and about. And the
0: Wagner uh, Mary Mack yeah. matchup. Uh, will you be on ESP LAN plus watching that one instead of the playoff games.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a, a, a big a big NFL game Sunday, maybe.
0: <laughs> well, I'll have Wagner Mary back on.
1: My game is is Saturday. so Yes,
0: your game is Saturday. So uh, I know. All right, that's our first college basketball <laughs> Basket- show in the books <laughs> with Dynamite David. We'll be back on Monday to review all that went down over the weekend. Be sure to like and subscribe. That's our show and we're out.